Hi, this is Jenna. And I'm Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And this is a special episode. This is going to be the very first real episode of our um, book review and deep dive into the conspiracy book of 1984 by George Orwell. This book is, um, chap- is, is broken up into three chapters, but each chapter has parts within it. And it is not an easy read. It is very hard. It's it's very um, like pause and go back again and wait what because you're especially the first chapter I think because they're setting everything up and it's just so like a different world almost. I mean it's our world. It's Earth. No, it, it is a completely but a different it's world. different everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like completely different. Um, and yeah, so we're just gonna kind of summarize it and talk about things as we go through it. And um, I think that that's the best way to tackle this book, especially this chapter, because it's not so much a storytelling chapter as like there's not a plot or anything yet. It's just more setting everything yeah. up. And it's a really it's it's like tw- what is it, twenty eight pages or something? And so it doesn't it doesn't seem uh, or no, it's only. 19 pages and it doesn't seem like that long and so when I told Heather oh it's 19 pages and she said oh I can get through that in like 10 minutes no problem and that was a lie (laughs) especially when I'm writing down notes and I'm highlighting you know uh points that I want to talk about and interesting facts in the book um yeah and then I have to reread because you you're you're learning about the characters in the world and there's things the that I've never I've never heard of before. Yeah, there's a lot about. of new new things, new words that we haven't like thought of. Like a lot of it's conspiracy. So we have ever since this book has come out, like Big Brother is mentioned right away. Yeah, and that was never even in our vocabulary until this book came out. So obviously, it's always been in our vocabulary, but. But then they're explaining everything and... Well, yeah, they're explaining everything, but they have their own language, Newspeak. Yeah, they have their own language, they have their own... their definitions and everything. Which is interesting because their language is like... I feel like it's still American, like English, but it's... Or, what you know, whatever, but it's like they combine words together. Mm -hmm. Mini-speak. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, but um, I think it's more like that than them being like beep boop beep boop or like something weird. You know, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I don't know. <laughs> I can't make up. You just made up like an alien language. I love it. I love it. I beep boop beep boop. <laughs> That's like warning, warning. Big Brother is watching. Beep boop beep boop. I don't know. <laughs> it reminded me of like a siren. Woo. so um so the the chapter starts off um and we'll probably pause the podcast um quite a bit while we try to gather things so it makes sense because we refresh refresh, yeah rewind uh so anyway so it starts off with um our the main character is winston smith and so he has been living in this world I don't know if he really knows anything else yet. Um, and he lives in something called Victory Mansions. 
So there are four different mansions, I believe, um, from what I understood, and they are how? Uh, what was it? Nine nine hundred feet tall or something? Oh, you yeah. Actually have, so they're three hundred meters, which is like eight. That's nine hundred and eighty four feet into the air, and they're like pyramid type shaped. Yes, they are shaped like uh, it says uh, glittering white concrete soaring up. Um, in a in shape like a pyramid, and there's a terrace after terrace, so they are just going on and on for 300 meters into the air. There's only, um, he, he has, he's in one of four, he's in the Ministry of Truth, which is actually his employment, and there's only, um, four in existence in London, where he, re- he works and resides, um, and, so, yeah, that's what they are. That's what they look like. Yeah. So, in the first um, scene, we see that he's walking up the stairs. And he has to take the stairs because the elevators are broken because they are, like, preparing for, hate, quote, unquote, hate week. Mm-hmm. Hate week. H-A-T-E. Like, that's not okay. I don't... We don't know what it is. We still haven't quite figured it out even at the end of the chapter, but it just said... That's just what it says, that they're preparing for hate week. So, um, then as soon as he walks up, on every single level, there is a big poster of a man, and it says, um, Big Brother is watching you. So, just... you're, You're always being watched. You're always being looked at. Um... And then... Which goes into also what they they um, describe in the book of the telescreens, where you're constantly being um, watched. Even low whispers would be picked up, which they describe it as looking like a metal plaque, and you could be seen and heard, and uh, it's, the, it's received and transmitted sim- simultaneously. So even you're really only like free so to speak or have privacy when it's dark and you have to just be very quiet as like a little mouse yeah just whisper whisper um and the telescreen was says it was still babbling away about pig iron which we don't know what pig iron is we never found that out yet i'm sure that, Mm -hmm. that everything will be explained eventually but for now we have no idea what a lot of this stuff is so we can't wait to find out and then um they were also talking about the overfulfillment of the ninth three-year plan. So they must yeah. have already tried eight times for the three-year plan. So I'm not sure. We don't know what the three-year plan is either. They never describe it in this chapter yet or this this part. Um, and then it also says about the telescreen, any sound that Winston made above the level of a very low whisper would be picked up by it. So as Heather said, it's just... And it, you have to just whisper very quietly. But even then, it doesn't matter because the thought police oh, are the around. Thought police, and yeah. the thought police can hear your, like, thoughts. And it's, it goes off your sound waves, I guess. Yeah. Somehow. No. It, it, it has to pick up off of, you know. It just basically... T- what yeah. I saw is it, it, plug, it says it, the thought police can be plugged in on any individual wire. So any wire, less like wire tapping in a sense. Like yeah. They can connect it to the... Well, obviously the telescreen is part of the thought police because they can see and hear everything. Yeah. But if they have any... I don't even know if they have phones, but whatever 
because they haven't talked about phones per se yeah I haven't seen anything about like a telephone or I don't anything. think they need telephones because everyone is so robotic and they yeah. have to be here they have to be there they do this they do that that I mean you call someone to be like hey I'm gonna be late well they're they, they're not late yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm going to come over. Well, they already know they're coming over because that's what you're supposed to do. You go to work, you go yeah, home, there's you go do no, these things. Like, there, you don't have a choice. You, you do it very uh, robotically, like you said. Yeah, yeah. so it's, I don't think that they really, they don't really have free thought, it doesn't sound like. No. And then it also says that you, you had to live, did live from habit that became instinct in the assumption that every second you made was overheard and except in darkness every moment movement scrutinized so if you if you didn't do something if you if you didn't go to work or you you were out of step at all you were like nope not good like they knew and you would get in trouble um so then so the ministry of truth is where he worked and it was located in London, the chief city of the Airship One. Airstrip. Or, excuse me, Airstrip One. Which was the third most populous of the provinces of Oceania. So, there, are, we found that there are, um, I, I don't know if it actually said it in the chapter or if I just Googled it, the map, because I want to oh, see what the it map. was. map, yeah. There's a map, and it's four, there's three regions, and then their fourth is, like, unknown. So, like... What Oceania was where London is now, and then it was also all of, um, all of America, South America, North America, right? Yeah, and, and then Russia was a different one, and they just they kind of split up the map. And as, then some was undecided. Remember? Yeah, that was the that's why I'm like the that, the four. It's yeah. split into four different regions, mm-hmm. but it's not just like oh here's a continent. It's like no, it's really weird how they do it. It's almost yeah. It's 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 because Africa is part of. Um, North America, South America. So that was like one region, even though there's a whole ocean between them. Yeah, and I'll put a picture of the map on our Instagram. Or yeah, something. so you guys can see it because it's, yeah. it, it's just the picture of the world map, but like the way that they divided it isn't correct. Like it doesn't make sense. But I'm, maybe it'll tell us. Eventually. In the book, it'll probably start making more sense as we read yeah. more. Yeah. Um, did you, oh, side note, did you know there's a movie? That came out in 1984 about this book. No. So after we read the book, yeah, we should watch that's the what movie I was thinking. and compare. Yeah, that would be really fun to do. So we'll we'll definitely do that. Um, so uh, the other thing too that I was thinking that was interesting for me, and maybe you saw more indication of the time and the date and the area, uh, the era. So so far, the only reference. Um, to any time period that like I that we are kind of we would understand is in the book it's referenced rotting 19th century houses so there's like old old houses and from the, the 19th century which would be the 18th century which would be the 1800s around so it's probably whatever is left over it's then like they the build these things and it even says that he he was trying to conjure up a childhood memory of before they went into this you know, 1984-style book, like, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that he couldn't think of a he time even before. Think- he couldn't remember. Um, I wonder yeah. if that has to do with the thought police, if they're able to, because if they're able oh, to change that would make the sense. memories. Yeah, that would make sense. I wonder if that'll come up later. Yeah. Um, and then there were also bomb sites where the plaster dust swirled in the air. Um, so obviously there were lots of bombs that made this happen. 
that made it get to this point. So there's a big oh, there had to be war. a huge yeah. war. Yeah. Yep. And then it goes on to um, say about the their their ministry of truth is called mini true in Newspeak. See how they mix it together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what their thing, what their slogan is, is war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. Mm-hmm. So it's completely opposite than what it should be. And then there was other... Um, it's some serious propaganda right there. Yeah, and the Ministry of Peace is actually... Oh, sorry. The Ministry of Truth is... It has 3,000 rooms, so it's huge, huge. Like you oh. said, it's 900-something feet tall. Yeah. Um, and they are in charge... Ministry of Truth is in charge of news, entertainment, education, and fine arts. So pretty much the media. Yeah. And then... And that's where he works, right? Yeah, that's where he works. That's the main one. Uh, Well, not the main one, but in this book, I think that we'll hear mostly about the Ministry of Truth. The Ministry of Peace is called Mini Packs, and it is about war. Mm -hmm. That's what their job is. The Ministry of Love is called Mini Love, and it is Law and Order. And so I guess maybe um, judge, judges, oh, like sure. courtrooms, yeah. whenever, like the thought police are probably part of Ministry of Love. But see, the thing about that is as you read more in the book, there there isn't really trials. No, they, they, they just they, they just take, you, take away you in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, nobody you, knows where they go. You just it's, disappear and that's it. It's, it's done. A, it's like the, um, the movie, the, the Coco. Oh. The final death after after they go to yeah. you know the cross over the bridge the marigold bridge yeah and then they disappear after that when people forget about them it's the final death so yeah they don't even know nobody knows yeah there's like your just existence is just gone go okay, yeah just yeah ministry and then there's the ministry of plenty the mini plenty and that is economic affairs so that would be like the treasury the you know yeah but i mean is there really any money involved in this because everybody seems to have it seems to be so socialist it's like total air total (laughs) oh that word yeah that word that That word total total totalitarianism yeah total <laughs> I have it. Hold on. Totalitarianism. Isn't that like the 26th 15, yeah, whatever it is, 18, yeah. Um, so what's interesting also that we've noticed is that anything that you that you have in like cigarettes, they're called victory cigarettes. All the merchandise starts with victory. Mm-hmm. He he goes to um he left work late, so he missed his lunch in the canteen. So it's like if you don't go to lunch or you don't yeah. go to dinner at the specific time, sorry, you're shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. And because he missed it, he just went home and there was a loaf of bread and a piece of chocolate. And he reached up and grabbed the victory gin and took like a swig of the victory gin. He's like, fuck it. I'm yeah, just right. Get drunk. <laughs> So, how does he get his food? How does he get the gin? How does he get these things if you have to be in the canteen to eat and do everything? And um, that is one of the things they're not allowed to do. There is a free market out there somewhere, but they, they since they work for the quote-unquote government or in these buildings... Well, yeah, he's a party member. He's a party member. So, so he can't he, shop there. He can't, he can't fraternize with no, lower-class... Exactly. You know, people. He has to stay within his party. He's not allowed to fraternize with those 
um, other people. It's it's against the law for him to shop. Yeah, so he has to do everything on the down low, very quietly, very, you know. But I did see also that there's certain things like shoelaces and razor blades and other items that they can't get anywhere except for the free market. So then what so are they? So everyone that they is have part to. of the party, they have to do this. So it's like kind of like I feel like they all know they're doing it, but nobody talks about it. Yeah. And if you or, get caught, you know. Or they, or they really don't want you to. Mm-hmm. And so they probably give you government issued shoelaces or government issued. Oh, yeah. Maybe you know, they're crappy and they break really easy or something. Like something like that <laughs> so he ends up going to the store and I think that might be why he was late for lunch for lunch because he he snuck off to the free market and yeah. went and bought um like a notebook well that's where he found his uh, the journal right? yeah the journal well, he that's used what, it as a no, journal but, yeah, yeah. To, but the journal and um he found a journal and then a pen Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that pen was like with the quill and ink. Yeah. So it was like that also because keeps, of the 1800s. Yeah, like the era. What I, I'm just, I know it's 1984 and it's supposed to be the, like how it's going to be in the future. But I, at the same time, everything keeps going back to the 19th century. Yeah. So it's, Because that was like the last time that things were normal, that they were producing. So I think that producing new items. And so I think that what they were doing is um, like just using up their old items. I don't think mm. that anybody was actually, like, like making new stuff. So it's, it's kind of like left. what's left, what's left over, you know, whatever they can procure. Yeah, that makes sense. It does. Yeah, so he says that the um, journal had really creamy colored pages, and it's probably because the paper was so old. You know, because our paper is white, unless in the 1800s they weren't white paper. I'm not sure. But, you know, whenever you see old, old paper, it's always, like, tan and cream and... Yeah, and and also another uh, good point that I was just remembering is, let's say he did get caught with those items, he could be um, subject to 25 years in a forced labor camp for having those items. That's so insane. Like, you have a pen. And you're not allowed to. Because you're not allowed to have free thought. You're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to do anything you can't write anything down you can't have a diary just for your day-to-day any mental well-being yeah you can't <laughs> there is do no mental anything. well-being no so um so then he starts writing and he says he says april um what was the date april 4th, 4th 1984 4th. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was like, wait, is it even 1984? We don't even know. And he said that he thinks that he's sure he was 39. And he thinks he was born either 1944 or 1945. But you, they never really knew the date. Because the, there's no re- Why do you need to know the date? Everything is planned for you. There's You don't, you yeah. don't have a doctor appointment at 10 o'clock on Thursday, you know, February 18th or anything. It's just... And the less you even know about yourself... And the less, it's more they can control you, you know? It's just a simple thing of your birthday. Because think about when you go places, you have to give your birthday for a lot of documents and things you fill out. But you don't need that, out. yeah. You don't need that there. But I and think it's just a way of controlling the population that they just don't, they want them just to not know anything, only what they tell them and what they want them to know. So it, so whenever he has a moment like that where you think about something and you, you take a minute to think about something, in Newspeak, that's called double think. So they actually, they have a, a specific term for if you're going back to think about something. Because you're thinking about it twice. Yeah. Double think. Like a double take. Yeah, double take. Oh, yeah, double, double take. Double take, but it's double think because you're thinking, not 
doing it again. Yeah. You know, I feel like take is more of an action word than yeah. thinking. Um, so then, so he, he then starts, um, writing and he's, I'm not even sure what he's writing about. It's just nothingness. I think it's just like his thoughts and his... That he's not really allowed to have and it's just, yeah. It's just the fact that he's even writing in this forbidden diary with this, or book with this forbidden pen it, it's like, not that it doesn't matter what he's writing, but it's just like, it's the, it's just the, the part one just gives you like this eerie sense. Yeah. Like the whole time you see him, that he's writing, it's just kind of like eerie, like, oh, whoa, like it's so forbidden that, I mean, can, he'd have to be in a place where the, the telescreen isn't, can't see him, you know, what if they can like hear the sound of the pen or the pages turning, like how serious is this, you know? Yeah, and then even, um, just thinking and having these thoughts and they can, the thought police can hear you having these thoughts and so his diary entry was, and I don't know if it was something in the past that he saw maybe when he was younger or what, but um, he saw a light. He, he wrote about a lifeboat full of children with a helicopter hovering over it, and a woman was holding her her like young child, and then three year old, right? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it had the age, but yeah, a little. A, I pictured him. Yeah, about yeah. three years old. Yeah, and he um, he was like covered, like she was covering him, and then a bomb dropped on them, and everybody's like looking around, like watching on, laughing and stuff. So that's like how scared and how eerie this book is already becoming. And the fact that they're laughing about it, you know? And then it rolls into the two minutes of the hate. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's going to the the hate, but not the hate week. It's a two minutes of hate. Yeah, it's, just, it's like a, a mini hate. <laughs> two minutes yeah, of hate. Yeah, a mini hate, exactly. And so that's when we get introduced to O'Brien, who is a part of the inner circle, and then an unnamed woman that was with... Him. Is that the Junior Anti-Sex League? Oh, that's right. Yes. With the chastity, right? Yeah. What, you, you, you read, you got more out of that part than I did because that part was confusing for me. So, um, everybody, so everybody wore overalls oh. and then they would have different pins. So his pin would be the Ministry of Truth. Oh. So, his, so that way people could just imagine, um, almost like, um, what's the, what's that movie with... Shailene Woody, Woodley, where they're all like in gray clothes, maze runners or maze. Oh, where they have to pick it with the fire. There, um... I think I'm getting that confused with Hunger Games as well. Like, mm-hmm. but how I know what you're talking about. Yeah, kind just of how, like a, it's kind of like a mix orderly, of the two. Like order, yeah. yeah. It's like very orderly and like you're in this, you're in this, you're in yeah. this. But you guys all wear like Isn't this color, divergent? this color, this divergent, divergent. That's divergent. what it's called. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, divergent. Which are all great movies. Yeah, by the all way. of them are good. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Brad really likes all those movies, so yeah. I always come in and watch. Like, I'll just get pick up on some of it, but yeah. I don't. He he's seen all of them because right. that's where they they pick which one they want or which one they oh, are that's going to be right. in. Yeah. Well, and then once they pick that, it is a lot like this it thing is because a bit. she has to pick like is she going to be a farmer for the rest of her life or yes. is she going to do this for the rest? Yes. of And then they wear like the gray smock. So that's kind of what I'm picturing is everybody wearing like the gray. Well, they say overalls. Yeah. So I just picture like very bland, very bland clothing, and then mm-hmm. the only color or only identifying stuff on them 
is either like a badge or oh, stuff yeah. or sashes. So in this case, the ju- the junior anti-sex league would wear sashes. And um, it was kind of like a chastity belt to know, like, oh, I'm a, I don't, I'm not going to have sex. I don't want to have sex. I'm not. Because they didn't, they didn't, um, ha- like, have sex to ha- and have babies. They, di- they didn't do that. They, yeah. If they had babies, it was a very, um, under very uh, scrutinized situations. And yeah. very, yeah. like, laboratory, like, IVF or something. That's what I'm getting from it. But yes, yes. I, they haven't really gone through that well, yet. I'm sure that it, you're not even probably allowed to have a child unless it's approved. And yeah, it has to be approved, you know? like, for sure. Yeah. And, like, why would you even have a child? You know what I mean? Other than to keep everything going, but... At the same time, I just, I couldn't picture him being allowed, anyone to be, being allowed to have a children. It's almost like they would make kids and then raise them themselves, like the government would raise them. I wonder them. If, like, later in the book it's going to come out, they're all clones or something. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, um, so we, it's, and so we see, we meet O'Brien, and they are now in the record department until the two minutes of hate was over. So everybody, I guess, had to come together for the two minutes of hate to watch the screen. And so it's kind of like wherever you are, you, like, whether whatever building you you're in, you what stop you're what doing. you're doing, you go to this telescreen and you watch. And O'Brien is part of the inner party, right? Yeah, he's part of the inner circle, so he's higher yeah. up okay. than, you know, just the regular branches of the government. Sure. He'd be, like, yeah. more like the president, vice president, something like that up there. Yeah. Um, so then they, they're all sitting there and the face of Emmanuel Goldstein, the enemy of the people come up and what Emmanuel Goldstein did was he was a quote unquote traitor because he spread conspiracies and he was then sentenced to death because he was like free thinking. So the thought police were coming after him to, to kill him and, um, he escaped and he went into hiding. They have no idea where he is, but he still he has um, followers and people. And he's he's he just wants he's a wanted freedom leader. So he just mm-hmm. wants freedom. And his um, his little like not gang, but whatever. The, his followers are called the Brotherhood. Yeah. So uh, the note I had was he is a leading figure of the party, almost on the same level of the Big Brother, which is what you were going with yeah yeah he, but he's like on he's so he's against this new world order type thing and he just wants to be free and so he is like enemy number one so all you see on the screen is this man and i am so confused if they were the way that they can, do you want to describe what was going on because i'm so confused on how like the shape shifting that i was re- t- is that what you mean the, oh, I no. I thought it was shape-shifting. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Well, I'm just talking about the people, like... But well, you're, I mean, this goes with, like, the yeah, heat. Okay. I mean, this is all part of it. So, when Goldstein's face appeared on the, the, screen. the screen, it was his face, and, of course, he's going into his his hate speech and everything that he says and does, and but his face changed into a sheet. And it, it turned into this um, hallucination where I, it's like almost like I don't know if the people watching it 
were put into some kind of like uh, because hallucination yeah. or like thought if they made or if it was actually projected on the screen like they were hypno- hypnotized or something yeah. like really weird and because they started to just attack each other and yell and scream and and the it and, was really a bizarre and then all of a sudden Winston had this like massive feeling to want to hurt and kill the that girl wearing the chastity belt oh yeah it went into great detail about how he was going to kill her and then they decided they started chant bb bb for big brother mm-hmm. and then they also mentioned the shadow army which is an underground network of conspirators dedicated to overthrowing the state the Brotherhood, its That's, name was supposed to be. So the Brotherhood is also known as the Shadow Army. So if we say Shadow oh, Army again, be, okay, it's I the Brotherhood. Catch. It's like, you know, it's both. It's the Shadow Army is the conspirators dedicated to overthrow the state, which is also known as the Brotherhood. So that's important because it, it, they might reference Shadow Army and we might think it's two different things. It's the same. Yeah. It's a brotherhood. And um, I also have a note here that the thought crime or the thought crime it's it's almost like a minority report that I mm-hmm. think Tom Cruise was in. Yeah. In like early 2000s where you get in trouble like if you're like I'm gonna go kill this guy people you get arrested before for just thinking about it before you even commit the crime and you get sentenced as if you had done the crime oh even though you had even though you hadn't done, done it but you thought about it so you like yeah that goes along with the thought police <sighs> that's you can the just, thought pro- yeah you can exactly. just the thought crime exactly they talk about that in the thought crime the thought crime is at night they would come and arrest you out of your sleep and take you no trial no report of arrest your name would just rem- be removed. It was like you didn't even exist. You Nobody would, would even yeah. remember you, and that's that. Vaporized from your existence, and that was what was so, called a thought crime. Yeah, and so... Yeah. So, it was almost like... Exactly you like didn't that. conform exactly. to what they're saying, what they're doing, what's going on, then you just cease to exist. That's it. And I don't even know if other people would remember you. Would they, like, wipe you from everyone else's memory also? Well, I don't even know if you're allowed to have friends. Because what do you do with friends? You, like, talk to them. You have thoughts. You, you, but without that, what would you do? So everyone lives alone. And they just go to work. And then come home. Come home. And not allowed to have any thoughts. And the only thing you can watch is the hate speech. Yeah, like or whatever's like, on the telescreen. Yeah. You, you don't have TV. You don't no, have any just, free thought. You don't. Whatever they put out. That's so not right. Whatever propaganda they put out. It just seems like it would just be so stupid to do that. Like, who would want to do that? Does What would be the purpose of that? What would be the life in that? I mean, you're... For control, but why would you want to... What, what, at the end of the day, what do you get from that? I mean, the people get nothing. They just get born into it, and they just get controlled. But even, like, so the big brother, the top of the people, even O'Brien, like, what is he getting out of it? Does Is he allowed to think for himself? So is there, like, a high, high-ranking, high like, if you're at this rank and higher... Oh, I'm sure the higher-ups speak do for whatever themselves. You want and oh, do yeah. And Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they're the ones that are making up all these rules. All it's just so weird to me. I just, I can't... It's, like, it's, what's the motive? Why? Money, power. Well, yeah, power. Resources. Maybe, you know, the book hasn't talked about, like, what kind of resources. Maybe there's some kind of resources that they're... I don't know. Yeah. Know? What, 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 I don't know. Is everything electric? Do they have oil? Do they have, like, what? how do they... 
how do they how does the world function you know yeah i'm not sure so the the two minutes of hate i'm still like for a week a hate week is gonna be and maybe that's how they control that's probably how they control them and really like Mm-hmm. Get get in their heads through well, hypnosis just, and the fact that they got so hating on each other, right? Then maybe that's how they keep them all divided. Yeah, think about if all you can do is be home, go to work, and when you're home, you have to watch this, you know, all week, and it's just Goldstein's face shape shifting, and it even shape shifted from a sheep into a soldier coming towards like almost in 3d is the way i took it when i was reading it like i saw the picture of what was going you know what was being read or what i was reading it 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 looked like in the what i saw in my mind was his face shape-shifted into a sheep and then the soldier kind of came out 3d and pointed pointed the gun at whoever was watching the telescreen yeah and it was like are they're they're trying to put fear into you so you're going to comply with what they want you to do because like look we're going to kill you we're going to come after you we're going to get you in your sleep your existence is going to be gone wipe vaporized and there's nothing you can do about it yeah yep you know yeah no well and then what i what what i'm i was having trouble because all of a sudden he's back writing Mm-hmm. In his book. He's back writing in the journal, and he's he just all of a sudden looks down and all it says is, down with big brother, down with big brother, down. So oh, I don't yeah. know if they're down, like, if he's if he, if he he's starting to get out of it and he wants to take big brother down, or if he's saying, oh, I'm down with that. Like, mm. you know, but I don't think that was a term in the for- 40s. That Maybe George, he's meaning, like, down with it, like, get rid of it, and wants to be part of the thinking. shadow army now. Yeah, because there wouldn't be a book otherwise. <laughs> Something has to happen. Yeah, he, maybe he's starting to break out of, like, the trance of what they're trying to, you know, the hallucinations and everything they're trying to control you with, with this hate week. He's, like, kind of, he's coming out of it like down with it like get rid of this yeah no this is not normal and then he writes they'll shoot me i don't care they'll shoot me in the back of the neck i don't care down with big brother they always shoot you in the back of the neck i don't care down with big brother and then he sat back and all of a sudden heard um the a knock on the door and he's like oh shit they've Mm -hmm. already heard me that was fucking quick I'm gonna go now. Bye. And that's like, the knocking at his door. Yeah, there it is. And so that is where the cl- where the, it leaves us. That's it. That's where the chapter ends. So we don't know what happens. Well, the end of part one. Part one. Chapter, chapter one, one. Part one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the end of that. So it kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger, and it sounds like it's leaving you guys on a cliffhanger too. I guess. So. I mean, who do you think was knocking at his door? Well, um, he shouldn't have any friends. I don't think so. Thought police. That's, that's what I all. Think. That's all it could be. So maybe we'll see him go into um, jail, quote unquote. I'm excited to see what happens. So um, we will. Uh, I can talk. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> we will read uh, chapter two, or chapter put, one, chapter one, part, part two, and uh, review it next Monday. Um, we hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and think about all of this crazy new world we're diving into. Um, email us or, or 
Instagram message us, Instagram us. Like, share, subscribe. Everything. <laughs> yeah, like, share, subscribe, Instagram. And um, let us know what you guys think about chapter one. And um, if you guys read it yourself and what your take on, on it was. Because it's it's pretty, it's an intense read. It's not an easy summer reading book. <laughs> it's it's I, I like it a lot. I do. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.